School podcast. I'm Ben Myers, Associate Director of Communications and Marketing here at Albany Law School. On this episode of the podcast, we're speaking with Brittany Antonacci, who's the Acting District Attorney of Cayuga County, which is just west of Syracuse here in New York. She's class of 2011. Before we get to Brittany, though, reminders at the top of the show, as we always do, albanylaw.edu slash COVID-19. Just make sure you're up to date on all of the policies here at the law school when it comes to the pandemic. If you want more news about what's happening here at Albany Law, follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. That gives you the day-to-day. And if you like this episode of podcast, you want to hear more, subscribe on any of the major podcast services or check out the SoundCloud account. All right, let's talk to District Attorney Antonacci. Back here on the Albany Law School podcast with Brittany Antonacci, class of 2011, who is the acting district attorney for Cayuga County. And Brittany, if you just take a second to introduce yourself to everybody listening to the show today. Hi, Ben. Thank you for having me. And welcome to everybody who's listening today. And Brittany, we've been talking back and forth here a little bit, but you just became the DA in Cayuga County this January. Uh, I think there were some politics around that. There's politics around DA positions all over the state, of course. But can you talk to us more about what, about how you ended up in the big chair? I started as a prosecutor for the Albany County District Attorney's Office. I started interning while um, I was at law school, my summer of my second year, summer going into my third year. I worked at the DA's office in Albany City Court, and then I was promoted to the Appeals Bureau, where I probably spent about two years drafting appellate briefs um, and arguing before the third department. I argued at the third department about 15 times, and I had the opportunity to argue at the Court of Appeals um, once while I was there, which was an, an amazing experience and terrifying at the same time. And then I, my husband and I, who my husband's also a graduate of Albany Law School, we went to law school together. We decided to move back home to the Syracuse area to be close to family. I started at the Keyewood County District Attorney's Office as a senior assistant district attorney handling violent felony offenses, was promoted to the deputy chief, and eventually my former, the former district attorney uh, ran for surrogate court judge, so he won that, and I was the next in the chain of command on the order of succession, and so I was sworn in December 30th of last year. Valentine's Day coming up. Uh, who's your husband? How can you share a little story about about how you guys met? Sure. So my husband is Michael Antonacci. He started with me in law school. So we met our actually we met our first week in law school. We were on the bus, the city bus, going to the court of appeals. And that's the first time we talked. And honestly, we were in different sections, never had any classes together, didn't really see each other the entire three years we were in law school. I worked for a firm after we graduated in Binghamton. And when I moved back the year later, we met going out to a bar. (laughs) So that's officially how we met, (laughs) more formally. So, (laughs) What is being a district attorney like? What do you do? Is it really like Sam Waterston on Law & Order? I wish it was. No, it's nothing like law and order. And that's most people think it is. uh, It is nothing like that at all. Um, District attorneys, prosecutors were the top law enforcement officers in a county. The district attorney serves and represents the people of the state of New York. So there are there's a district attorney in each county in each of the 62 counties in New York state. 
So our primary duty is to seek justice, promote public safety, which doesn't necessarily mean seeking a conviction in every case. We, you want me to go on all the duties? We negotiate plea bargains. Yeah, we, we love to hear just the inside scoop as much as we can get. Sure. We negotiate plea bargains. We conduct investigations, speak with victims, handle gen- grand jury presentations, conduct hearings and trials. We make charging determinations, engage in motion practice, appellate practice. I could probably go on forever, but I'll cut it off there. But honestly, prosecutors, district attorneys, I, we have the best job in the criminal justice system um, because we have the freedom to really more than anyone else to do the right thing. So you've heard that phrase, with great power comes great responsibility. So we take that seriously. We, you know, I I train my new attorneys, uh, my new prosecutors that a district attorney, a prosecutor really wears three hats. So you are supposed to act as the defense attorney, the judge and the prosecutor. So that just basically means that you have to protect the rights of the defendants just as much as you have to protect the rights of the the interest of the public, just to make sure that you have you find the truth and get the proper resolution. And just to give everybody some context about where you're located, Cuga County is just west of Syracuse. So it's 62 counties in the country or the country into the state <laughs> here. If you go, and I used to live out that way, if you go about, what is it, about three and a half-ish hours west from Albany down I-90, that's Cuga County, right? Yeah, so we're, I would say we're about, depends on how fast you drive, but about two and a half hours west of Albany. So we're about 30 minutes west of Syracuse. So the county directly to the adjacent to Onondaga County. As we keep talking here, you've only been this job for a couple weeks. I'm sure there's lots of challenges. I'm sure there's lots of opportunities. Could you share some of maybe the on the ground experience you've gotten in the last six-ish weeks on the job? I would say that um, as a prosecutor, I've been a prosecutor for about, you know, a decade, just really learning the administrative duties. I was very lucky. My former boss started training me on the administrative duties way back in March. So I thankfully can hit, was able to hit the ground running with respect to that. But what I've noticed in district attorney's offices, and I think any district attorney would say this, but the staffing issues, when I graduated law school, we had a huge intern class at the Albany DA's office, and you had to really fight to get a position there. It was very coveted. For whatever reason, um, we're not getting a lot of people that want to go into public service. So that's really been one of the struggles, especially with the new discovery reforms. It puts a lot more work on the assistant district attorneys. So you've seen, unfortunately, a lot of people leaving. Um, I'm hoping that that will turn around. And the new attorneys, they don't know what it was like before discovery reform. So I'm sure they'll be able to hit the ground running and won't know any better. So we're hoping that that shifts a little bit in the next upcoming years. So. Now, in doing the research, we always talk to our our guests before they come on the show. Did you always want to be a prosecutor? What was your inspiration to getting into this line of, of the law? I always wanted to be in public service. So I knew I always wanted to be a public servant, whether that um, was a prosecutor or any other type of, of um, public service position. But once I had the opportunity to intern at the Albany County D- District Attorney's Office, I knew that that's what I wanted to do. It was It's an amazing internship program. So to all the law students out there, take advantage of that being in your backyard because it is no better experience than getting to be in a courtroom and having the opportunity to speak and look at cases and and handle cases. So as soon as I, when I interned there, I knew from then on, that's exactly what I wanted to do. 
And if somebody, you were just talking about uh, the how the workforce has shifted a little bit here. If somebody does want to get into criminal justice, what should they be doing in law school? I know you just mentioned the field placement program. Are there any courses? Are there any extracurricular activities that they should do while they're here at Albany Law or right after? I would recommend that I took full advantage of the internship, the field placement programs. I think I did a field placement almost every semester and every summer that I was allowed to um, at Albany Law School. It was such invaluable experience. So I would highly recommend that to every single student. Take advantage of the fact that Albany Law is located in the capital of our state. I mean, you do not get a better public service experience than you would living in Albany. What was the experience like? How did you get that position? What did you do every day? Were you essentially a DA before even leaving law school? So I um, was lucky enough to get a practice order through the third department, which allowed me to be in court. So I could, um, I was actually an intern in the Legal Affairs Bureau. So I wrote a lot of appeals, which sounds, people may not love writing appeals. I know a lot of attorneys don't like writing appeals still, but it is such amazing experience because you really do get to learn the law. I got to argue before the third department appellate division three times while I was a student at Albany Law School, which is somewhat unheard of. So I could add that to my resume while I was applying for jobs, which was great. I had writing samples that I could provide to future employers. Uh, so that was something that that I loved doing. And, and prior to that, I interned for a federal court judge in the Northern District the summer before that. So I really got amazing writing experience. And you don't realize how important your writing capabilities are in the legal field when you get out. If you are a lawyer that is able to write well and research well, you are going to be much more desirable to future employers. Were there other areas of the law school that really helped set you up into the field? Yes, they're um they're amazing. I would I did the domestic violence prosecution hybrid clinic, I think is the correct title. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but no, um, no, you was, got it. <laughs> it's been a while. So <laughs> that was amazing. I interned in Saratoga County DA's office through there, Rensselaer County DA's office through there. And my professor was Professor Lynch. She was wonderful, very hands-on. We had to do opening statements. You got a lot of really hands-on feedback uh, from not only the prosecutors, but from your professor there at the Justice Center. How would you characterize Albany Law School being able to set you up for success? I really think law school is what you make of it and what you take it, the opportunities you take advantage of. Not only did I have opportunities to do these amazing internships and get this hand-on experience, but I took advantage of Moot Court. So I was on the Moot Court Executive Board, thanks to Professor Tenenbaum, who was an amazing mentor of mine when um, she was my lawyering professor, offered me the position of the Gabrielle Family Law Competition Chair. So she worked with me on writing the problem for that competition, which was um, amazing to be able to do. And honestly, the connections that you make at Albany Law School. I loved the people in my class, my graduating class. We got a, we all got along very well. We were a very close-knit group. And it's, it's amazing to see just the networking opportunities. It goes without saying, but be kind to every single one of your classmates because you never know where they're going to end up. And my, some of my classmates are judges and DAs and county attorneys and, you know, partners in law firms. And they're just 
really serving their communities well. And it's really, I'm proud of a lot of them and I'm keeping close contact with a lot of them. So really the networking aspect and just going through law school with your, with your classmates and developing those connections is invaluable. All right. No classmates can help you out with the <laughs> lightning round here on the Albany Law School podcast, though. Are you ready for the lightning round? Sure. Here we go for the lightning round. What do DAs have for breakfast? Uh, well, for breakfast, I can answer during the week as a cup of coffee and a protein bar. <laughs> that gets me through court in the morning. <laughs> I try to eat as healthy as possible, but with such a busy schedule, I, I don't always succeed in that area. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite law-based piece of pop culture? We're talking movies, TV, books. And of course, we know your favorite law-based podcast, but is there something else that you're into? Well, honestly, I can say my favorite movies. I love A Time to Kill. I love the movie 12 Angry Men, mostly because I am a prosecutor. So those are, you know, great movies for me to watch. When it comes to... TV, I would say I'm a fan of Blue Bloods, though, again, SVU, Blue Bloods, not not realistic. <laughs> I have to tell jurors that every time when I do a trial, I'm sorry, this won't be like Law and Order, but <laughs> work with me on this. So, <laughs> Last one here in the lightning round. We, we talked about your husband a little bit, but do you have any fun stories from your times here at Albany Law School? So my um, best friend in law school, she was in my section. Uh, she also was my maid of honor in my wedding. So that shows the connections. But she, we were in criminal law um, with, I won't name the professor, but he, we were using clickers at the time, which was brand new for our class. I don't know if they use them at Albany Law now. Um, we called them the blue man because the clicker would pop up and it'd be a blue figure um, and your name would pop up next to it. So it was the Socratic method, but virtually. <laughs> so, and they would pick out a random person to answer questions. So every day, whenever we had class, the professor would say, let's hear from someone we haven't heard from before. And my friend's name would pop up and it would pop up every time. And every time the professor would say, let's hear from someone we never hear from. So we heard for, from her probably, I think her total was like 96 times throughout the semester and everyone averaged about three. <laughs> so I think she, it wasn't really fair to her, but she got called on well, way more. And the professor never remembered her speaking ever. So every time she would get called on, the class would burst out laughing. <laughs> so I hope they don't have that anymore, but it was fun for us in criminal law. <laughs> we have been virtual for, for a while here. So hopefully we gotten all the, all the tech worked out. I think we're okay. <laughs> It was a trial run for us. So. <laughs> Last question on the podcast. Always the same question, though. Is there anything you'd like to say to the Albany Law School community? I would recommend just, you know, what I've been echoing this whole time. Take advantage of internship opportunities. Network the best you can. Really, your classmates are going to end up being leaders in their communities in the legal field. I'm just very grateful to have those networking opportunities. And Albany Law is phenomenal when it comes to putting you in field placements, working with the Justice Center, and giving you that hands-on experience. So take advantage of every single opportunity you can. You may be extremely tired at the end of the semester, but it'll absolutely be worth it. Brittany, thanks so much for, excuse me, DA Antonacci. <laughs> thank you so much for being on the Albany Law School podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Ben.